Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello everybody and welcome back. Welcome back to the Spurs show. It's the first show of the new season. We're all ever so excited, I think. I'm looking at, well, I'm reasonably excited. I've got three extremely highly knowledgeable senior members of our squad here uh, to, to look forward to a lovely new season. And, uh, oh, well, without further ado, why don't I introduce them? Rob White is here. Hello, Rob. Hello, Theo. You're right. How are you doing? How's your I'm summer? Good, yeah, it's you been look good. quite brown. I'm, yeah, I'm very brown. I've just been stood outside Nike Town getting my uh, measurements for my new Spurs tops. So, lovely. You know, it's you a lovely catch shirt, the sun out there. Oh, it's a lovely shirt. Yeah. Emmanuel, welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm extremely well. I've been getting your email. Emmanuel sends out email. He does a blog, but he sends them out on a mailing list. So you can't, the, the general public, even Spurs fans, can't get to you. You have to be on the list. But that's probably for the best because yours is probably the most. You could make an overflowing pint pot look like a half-filled glass, couldn't you? It's true. My life would be in danger if, <laughs> half it, empty it, glass, I if it were a blog. Yeah, um, it's very negative. I'll try not to be quite as negative. Your most year. recent one was, by your standards, actually quite Ebullient. It, 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 it's true. I, I, I first wrote um, last week's um, e- email and I had predicted where Spurs would finish. The first draft, we were finishing ninth. <laughs> and I felt I just couldn't actually send it out. <laughs> so um, we moved up two positions to seventh. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's good. That's good. That's reason to be cheerful. And Brian Leveson is here. Welcome back, Brian. How are Thank you? Thank you, Theo. I'm well, yes. Looking, good. Looking forward to next season, good. I think. Good, yeah. Okay, so obviously we've been doing we've been doing a little bit of a preamble off air, listeners, and I can tell you that the mood is, I suppose you'd call it ambivalent. There are things we're worried about, yeah. but at the same time, we all agree that the team that we had last season, the way they performed, was the best team we've probably ever ever bloody seen. So no reason to be completely down in the mouth. The most obvious thing that we're all worried about that all Spurs fans are worried about there's a couple of obvious things to worry about one is the Wembley factor we'll talk about that maybe later the main worry is the complete absence of any transfers inward at the club what do we put this down to Emmanuel (laughs) thanks very much for that hospital pass um 
I, I think it's a combination of factors. I, I'm, I'm sure there's the Levy factor. I think uh, Daniel's being as careful as he can. Hmm. Um, I think he doesn't want to be caught up into the sort of in the hysteria that exists in the transfer market today. Um, I also think that um, uh, Pochettino is actually careful in terms of the targets. I think he believes in the uh, esprit de corps, the camaraderie that he's built up in the uh, in the first team. And there's all these rumours that he spoke to four or five members of the senior members of the squad and said, "What should we do?" And they all felt that um, you know clearly the first you know first eleven, first thirteen are good enough assuming there aren't injuries, and we'll deal with that a bit later, um, are good enough to compete. Yeah. Uh, Do you think that's a fair comment, Brian? Do you think they... I think it's spot on, absolutely. I think, you know, the worst thing we could ever do would be to try and... I mean, it's not not being in in Levy's nature to throw lots of money around anyway, to be honest with you. He has no history of of spending great deals. Apart from the, the, the Gareth Bale trolley dash... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, he, he did. He, yeah. had, he had a hundred million yes, in that his was, pocket, that was burning. To, that was down to the bargain basement bin, wasn't it? That was yeah. pretty. That was pretty awful. But yeah. no, I think that uh, the fact that he's not getting wound up with the hysteria uh, of the other of the other clubs, uh, but it does in, intrinsically create its own super league because we now have Man City and Chelsea and Man United, uh, you know, and, and Liverpool to a lesser extent, and even and even Everton now, yeah, um, Everton, just yeah. buying and buying and buying and buying. Mm. And eventually, of course, what happens is that the gene pool of talent shrinks, and so the prices go up. Yeah. And so average players, I mean, let's not, be, let's not kid ourselves, Kyle Walker is a quality player, but would he have been £50 million two seasons ago or even last season no no i don't think but that's so. general inflation as well as well yeah. I, I think it's it's market forces i'm yeah, afraid yeah, yeah market forces yeah so rob if what do you think we're in desperate need of i mean we've only got two as we sit here we've only got a couple of weeks left in this transfer window two two, two and a half three weeks what 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 do we need to get as a minimum in as, that a, time? as a minimum uh i think we need uh well what's we need cover at right back uh we need um i still think we need a creative midfielder mm. um and we, we need a bit of pace. We saw mm. Sissoko on, uh, on, the, on the weekend. We saw Sissoko that hopefully was a Sissoko, the new Sissoko. Um, but we do need that transition of pace. Just want to go back to one thing, which was, which was uh, Levy's speech in America, which was slightly concerning because it was, it was pure Wenger speak. It was saying that the, the you know you can't compete in this market anymore, and um, but it reminded me a bit. It's it's like going to a disco and, and saying the music's not right and trying to dance a waltz. <laughs> Effectively, you know, he's, he's a Premier League chairman. Yeah. He knows what the, the music is. Yeah. So you either you either step up and you you dance the right dance, or you you get off the dance floor. But he's, he's and I'm wondering whether he's got off the dance floor. He is. Yeah. Well, exactly, because he is in a unique position. Although you say he's just a, he's a Premier League ch- chairman like all the others. In some, he, actually, in one way, he's not like all the others. Quite apart from his is you know predilections about spending money and everything but he's he's building a, a massive state-of-the-art stadium for hundreds of millions of of pounds actually that stadium suddenly looks like a bargain when you consider what players you get for that money <laughs> now you think of it what is it they reckon it's 850 million the stadium yeah you only get four and a half uh, well, four, four and a bit neymar's well, neymar's, neymar's the west stand i think <laughs> funny enough really? when when dave mckay came down to tottenham from hearts he was heartbroken. He was a Hearts fan, yeah. and the only reason they sold him and they explained it to him was so they could build a new stand, and that's why he left Hearts with the money what, that they oh, the, that with Hearts the money that Hearts the money got to buy from, then, from to buy Tottenham then to buy stand. Dave right, McKay. Right, right. So wow. might we could sell everybody and just have a, a, a stadium? No, no players. I, you know, you know, these, this inflation in, in the transfer market—that's almost is a serious point now because 
when you consider how much players cost, now that stadium isn't going to go up at that rate. I mean, it's gone up, obviously, like all building projects do tend to go up. But I mean, you actually think you can only, you can't really buy a competitive team to win the Champions League and compete in the Premier League or La Liga or anything for £850 million. We're going to build a lasting, fantastic asset. Yeah, I've only just thought this, but I'm very excited by it. I think suddenly it looks so, like massive value for money. So you, you mean we like, might look good in the championship in that stadium? No, Ooh. Emmanuel, I knew this would there happen. Is, there it. We wondered how long it would take, actually. Yeah, I knew it would happen. Listen, before we go any further, this wonderful news about Labrooks. Labrooks are now our season-long sponsors. So I just wanted to say that and to say that this season we've teamed up with them and they'll be bringing us plenty of specials. So our first special is if you bet £5, you get £20. What that means is if you deposit £5, Labrooks will add another £20 to your account. And as a listener to this podcast, you can get this by following the link at bet.spursshow.net. That is bet.spursshow.net. We'll be tweeting this bet £5, get £20 link, adding it on our Facebook, and we put it in the description of this podcast too. So plenty of um, ways of getting that link. And that is a great offer. And we're very pleased to have Labricks on board for the entire season. Now, what about now? That's so we've talked about transfers. The other general worry that all Spurs fans have, and we don't know how it's going to work out, is the Wembley factor. So much talk about how, you know, us going to Wembley for a year, it would be hard in any circumstances to, to play suddenly on a different ground, but to play on a ground that almost feels like some people say we're almost a bit cursed on. What do you think about that, Brian? Well, I think that a lot of the teams that came to play us at Wembley last season raised their game because they were coming to Wembley. I, I think it's a natural instinct. Mm. But it's also worth bearing in mind that the teams we played last season, we played all of them at night. So I think things might change when yeah. we play during the day. Um, we looked pretty useful against Juventus, so maybe that'll give us a bit of confidence going going forward. Hmm. But yes, I think it, I think it is. It's only, it's only a mental thing. It can't be anything else. You know, yeah. I, know I know it's a bigger pitch, but we're going to have to get used to that even when we come to yeah, the, new, actually, the new ground. I also felt that we got better as the season went on at Wembley. And I, I didn't think we played that badly all, in all those games. And by the time we played Chelsea in the semi, Emmanuel's going, what? He's gone that. He's literally I'm flinched. Of the didn't Monaco, play that bad. The Monaco game. No, I didn't the, think we played that badly against Monaco. Monaco yeah. won the French League. Yeah. No, I mean, no, they're no, a different The thing about the Monaco game was we didn't good, play that badly, but they were a great team. Really good team. I think that's fair, but Leverkusen, let's be honest. Leverkusen wasn't good. That was poor. That was poor. But then later on, obviously, we got that good result in the last group game, didn't we? And then we also played quite well in the game where we got knocked out and it was only ascending off that yeah. did it and then by the time we got to play Chelsea in that semi-final played very well against Chelsea yes, and got beat absolutely. by two good yeah. goals you know that, that came out of the blue we were in the ascendancy for most of the game so I felt like on the whole we didn't play that badly no but indeed I, I, by that logic by the time the cup final comes so long as we get through to the cup final we should win the cup final Absolutely, we'll be peaking at that stage. It's a home home game. game. We're the first team to play the FA Cup (laughs) final at home. Reality, bloody brilliant. Home advantage in the finals. Yeah, let's get to both of them. Let's get (laughs) to them. Yeah, I mean, does is, is it worry you, Rob, the Wembley curse? I, I, yeah, I, I don't like the place, but I think there's loads of Spurs fans don't like the place. And I, actually, I thought that was quite interesting this weekend with the low attendance. Mm. And I don't actually think, I know on social media, lots of people were saying it was fans' power and people, you know, voting against high prices. We've shown before, we've paid money to go and watch games. I think a lot of people just don't like Wembley. And it was, mm. f- for a lot of people, it was one less game that they had to play at Wembley. 
And that was the big problem. Do you think they would have sold out if they'd said all tickets ten pounds? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, very probably. But remember, it is August, and 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 nobody, any real football fans, know that friendlies aren't really worth watching. I think it's what he should have done. I think he should. Yeah, I think. But I was surprised they didn't. um, It wasn't his gig, was it? Oh, was it not? No, it wasn't his gig. Do you not know that the the promoter was sold to a a promotion promotion Uh, company? And they so actually the deal was so they had to cover their Spurs and Juventus. They got fees. They got fees. Yeah, and then it was up to the. Ah, you took the risk. I've learned something and yeah. made a mistake. Yeah, they yeah. priced it wrong. In fact, they talked to Levy knows exactly how to price uh, games to fill yeah. stadiums. He's yeah. been doing it really very cleverly I love for years in cup you. games. It's not only entertaining, but it's educational. No, 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 the, the other, the other aesthetic which I've gone on for ages about to Martin, Martin Cloak at the THST. Yeah. Bloody seats are red at Wembley. How much would it have cho- uh, cost to change the seats to blue for one season? It, we could have easily done that. I mean, Martin should be out there painting them, in my opinion. Yeah, a bit of little hell, can of, um, of enamel paint. Yeah, just getting you know doing that. But actually, I, that's plastic. one of the reasons I don't like Wembley. Too much red. No, I, I mean no, I don't like that. <laughs> no, I actually really don't like that. I must admit. <laughs> oh, but, but, I, but I, I, yeah. notice you won't be able to look at anything else <laughs> I, now. I just exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Mm-hmm. I really no. I don't yeah. think that's right. It doesn't feel right I don't playing think in an all red stadium. Well, I certainly hope not. Let's change it and find out. But I think, like like Brian said, the other thing is, yeah, they're all evening games. They were all against very good teams teams that were not familiar and by the time we start playing you know Burnley and Bournemouth and Huddersfield with all with no, no due respect to them whatsoever uh, you know we'll just get into the groove of winning because we're a better team and, um, and it will become like a home ground the home ground that it is uh, you know that it's going to be a bit um, annoying isn't it that we're playing two Sundays in a row the first two home games yeah. because the second one do you know why we're playing Sunday against Burnley on, the, on that second home game no idea Sunday at four o'clock. I thought, why have they got us on the telly at Sunday, uh, against Burnley when we've been on the telly the previous week at four o'clock against Newcastle or, or, or Chelsea, Chelsea, rather? And then I looked at it and thought, that's not us on the telly. It's Liverpool Arsenal. I thought, well, then why have they got us playing for? It's the bloody rugby league challenge cup final on the Saturday. Oh. And they're in. That's so another the, problem so with having Wembley be. as a bloody. <coughs> yeah. Uh, the pitch will up. be all carved up and mm. we have to go and watch Burnley at four o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. What's the point of that? So, but, but having said all that, here we are already all of us moaning, <laughs> well, to some extent, a little bit of moaning about Wembley. If you remember, it's not that long ago, we were all thinking, where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? And there was talk of Milton Keynes, there was even talk of places like the Olympic Stadium, places like the, the effluent, you know, Twickenham. the Arsenal place, Twickenham, Brighton, people were talking about. And, and the fans were up in arms, it must be Wembley, it has to be Wembley, nothing else will do. Here we are at Wembley and we're all, we're all really moaning about it. <laughs> Classic Tottenham, that's, that's what we like. The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Now, the other uh, worry, we knew they'd be, we knew they'd probably, that Levy would probably be a bit parsimonious in the transfer market. We knew we were going to Wembley. What we didn't anticipate is an early doors injury crisis. And that's what we seem to be looking at here. Let's, uh, let's tot it up. Who's injured? Trippier's injured. We're Trippier's not sure. Injured. Rose is not back Rose yet. is injured. Wanyama. Wanyama's injured. And Son is injured. No, Son, Son is, is back training. He's ready he is to back play. Is he ready to play? Because he, he has, but he, he hasn't played, has he? I'm not sure. I think he, well, no. I think they, he's playing non-contact, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So he's not, but so he's, he's not, not match sharp. No. Exactly. So as long as the and other team also, promise not to tackle him, he'll be fine. <laughs> is that, yeah. unreason- yeah. is that yeah. unreasonable? Yeah. 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 I think that's yeah. fair. <laughs> and then Lamella, of course, and who the, well, no, that's we've all forgotten what he looks really. like. Yeah. Yeah. So that's five first team. Our first team squad, as everyone knows, is a smaller squad in terms of the quality, proper first team players than any of the other big teams. 
and we've got five players missing. Yeah. I mean, that has got to be of the three. Of the, we've, we've talked about, <laughs> we, of course, this is the Spurs show. We're looking for reasons to be worried, to be negative, to lose sleep. The first two were bad. Wembley, the transfers. But this one really worries me because, yeah. you know, we're going to be really creaking on, on uh, Sunday in the, on the first game of the season, which we'll talk about in, a, in, the ne- in another show later in the week, by the way, listeners. We'll have a preview show for that Newcastle game. The right back will either be Carl Walker-Peters, who looks a little bit callow, a little bit wet behind the ears, or it'll be Dyer, I imagine. The only other person who can play right back in the... Unless you play a wing back, of course, in which way they've tried Sissoko in that position before, not, mm. to any great, not with any great success. What do you think? What do you think he'll do, Brian? It's a, it's a nitty one, isn't it? Because I think Dyer won't fancy it very much because I mm. think... It's he doesn't one of the, like it. Yeah. One, of the, one of the reasons why he's seemed a little unsettled, I don't know if he is unsettled, but he seems to be, um, is, uh, is he playing I don't out think he like playing? I think, I think he wants to play in midfield. Yeah. I don't think he wants to play in the back row period. Mm. To be honest with mm. you, um, so I, I suspect he may go with Walker Peters. Really, give him a shout. Yeah, I think so. I haven't seen much in the way of any of these pre-season friendlies, but Emmanuel, you were saying earlier that Walker Peters looks a little bit lightweight. He's raw. Well, he, he, looks I think gr- he looks all, great going forward, yeah. right? Uh, and you know, has pace and you know can go past people. Um, I think the issue is his um, his defensive awareness, and um, you know, he gets caught out of position when we attack, and um, you know, it's a fairly easy target then to sort of go down that side yeah. for the opposition. So yeah. it's just a case of, are we confident enough, even with 10.5 players, if you say that Walker-Peters is not really necessarily up to it, but we still want to give him a chance mm. to, you know... to It's a big to, ask, isn't it, for the big, yeah. at the beginning of a season for him to come yeah. in and take responsibility like that. And of course, the gamble is you put him in, he has a bad game, like a, he could have a very bad game yeah. if he's young and inexperienced, and then you've got to drop him. Then what does that do to his... I, 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 think, I think you're spot on. I mean, you, you know, other teams have faced that issue before. I know Arsenal have had it with, with some of their centre-backs over, yeah. over the years. And, We've know, all they, enjoyed they, that. We yeah. have enjoyed it. Their confidence has been destroyed yeah. by being beaten up by Drogba or yeah. whatever, and then yeah. They, yeah. there were no hope. Never heard of again. Yeah. yeah. I think, Brian, you were saying beforehand, I think that the, you know, the, the success of a, a good team is based on the defence. Mm. Yeah. And that's one of yeah, the definitely. things that Spurs, we have grown in the, the last first, For the first time in my living memory, we have a defence that we yeah. envy. But yeah. part of that, I guess we've been relatively lucky with injuries, although uh, we've, I guess we've just had the right cover. Maybe mm. that's better. Davis and um, Trippier have come in and done very well. Yeah. Right. We Now we've lost cover. We've lost... We've so actually have, yeah. we're back to what happens if... And I, I still don't think... Um, there was one of the friendlies in the States where... Uh, the American, uh, what's his name? Cameron, Cameron Vickers. Vickers played, and yeah. I thought he looked. R- he looked very rokey. To be honest, I've, I've, I've got to I was, tell you, I was that. being nice I, I, there. I, I, but yes, we, we don't, don't forget, we still have Vimmer. Yeah. And, I and I don't think Vimmer's a terrible player. No, you know, he had a few means. couple of bad games last so season. The season before, he's very there good. There would be nothing wrong with playing Alderweireld at right back, who where he plays for Holland. Yeah. I know Belgium yeah, yeah. for the for, sorry for Belgium. Yeah. I mean, yeah. forgive me for for the listeners. Emmanuel just made a face when I another <laughs> face. He makes a lot of faces. I played Alderweireld at right back, but he, it's a place where he would be comfortable. And you could easily, if you wanted to, then yeah. either play Dyer in maybe a his. A position maybe that he's more comfortable. And yeah, play, Vimmer play with, Vimmer in. but Vimmer's left-sided like Vertonghen. And that's yeah. the only problem with that. Sure. I mean, there's lots of permutations, and it's a really big decision, I think, 
Um, I mean, I don't know whether you saw Vimmer's performance in the the one game, um, the preseason game, no. where he came on and within was he twelve poor? minutes he tripped over in the, in the <laughs> penalty area. Really? Oh, really? And, and it's they, a shame, isn't they it? scored a goal in the that was in the ninety right, minutes. Yeah. It was absolutely. But is that the game we lost three two in the last minute? He's an international footballer. You you think he is an international footballer? He just needs games. He needs games because he had a great run of games when Vertonghen got injured. You see the ball last, and he was immaculate. He was absolutely immaculate against Roma. Yes. Yeah. And I was sitting. I saw the, some of the highlights, and you think, actually, if we can't beat a team that have got Fazio at the back, what hope have we got in, in the yeah. world? Yes. Well, he yeah, did, but he did give away. A I mean, it just shows you. It just shows you these friend, all these friendlies are, are meaningless because you could equally yeah, say if we can if we can stick four past PSG and send them packing and beat the Italian champions and Champions League finalists two yeah, nil, true. we're going to win everything. No, yeah. On the other hand, you can say if we got absolutely walloped by Manchester City and beaten by bloody Roma, who, who the hell are they? Then we're done for. So I, I mean, thought, yeah. thought Pochettino summed it up well. He said when, the problem with doing all these friendlies is that you end up training for the match rather than training for the season yeah. um, it doesn't really help you it makes all. you wonder why they do them right. so I suppose for the it's money, money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. you've got to have a couple of games haven't you because the players always say I mean well, Harry Kane's been saying it's great to have done 90 minutes but what, mm. but what they used to do is they used to go and play Hendon and St Albans yeah, and this sort of, yeah. these sort of players get well, but it, well, <laughs> it, didn't we really, were, it almost we didn't matter because they were it was, yeah, part of the, yeah. it was part of a training cycle that was the point you were just slotting these games into a training thing whereas here we're schlepping off halfway around the world to play fairly yeah. meaningless matches against Yeah, to build up our, a, a, fan, you know, a, fan a fan base, base. in and North great, America and yeah, Southeast exactly. Asia. You, you know, yeah. what's more important than we're seeing the players in yeah. Disneyland, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose the players quite probably quite like it. I think they probably loved yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so, with a couple of weeks left, there's still plenty of time to buy players. Do you think um, he's going to do it, isn't he? Because the injury crisis, in some ways, you might say, well, Glenn Hoddle at the weekend when Chelsea lost, he said that is a great result for Conte because he can go to the board now and say, look, I told you, I need a couple of players. That's a couple of players, sure. And in a sense, maybe this injury crisis perhaps is a blessing in disguise for Poch, because maybe Poch can go to Levy and say, listen, we absolutely desperately need three players. Do you think that the Spurs are really sitting on their hands about trying to buy other players. I think they're probably being quite active and I suspect they're trying very hard yeah, to buy players. But I mean, why would... I mean, you hear that Morata um, yeah, said, you know, I, I, would have come to, I would have come to Tottenham, but how am I going to get played? too good. So you think, well, they've obviously made an approach fairly early on for him. Um, well, that was a, I think that was last year or the year before last. I mean, isn't, isn't the reality that if you're a top-class footballer, um, you're not going to want to come to Spurs. You're already going to play in their reserves. One, you're not going to be uh, necessarily a first-team choice. Exactly. And secondly, you're going to earn yeah. 50% of what yeah. you would otherwise True. earn. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, thirdly, you've got a World Cup coming up and you want to be a regular yeah. um, and you know, to remain in the international side. So I, I think the challenge for you know, Pochettino and the scout, scouting staff are that they need to find the players who are just below that level, if you will. Well, I mean, I mean dare I say that the people like Dyer and, and Ali, who are sort of showing in lesser leagues, in, in, in probably in other countries... And they just spot the potential and say, this is a guy who we could go well, buy for this amount yeah. of money. And I think that there, there's, I don't think there's any shortage of that going on. I think Pochettino's got quite a, a good, good in, intel thing going on. Then, then on that basis, we should be confident there'll be a... Yeah. I think there will, I think there will be. Uh, yeah. but, I mean, he like keeps saying, saying so, doesn't he? Poch. Yeah. There will Poch be keeps yeah. talking it up. Yeah. yeah because it's all, but you, you'll be real, and he does slightly say that he's putting pressure trying, he on. Does, he keeps saying, we are trying to find. Yeah. 
you know. So let's say so he needs a right back. We can't even think. Can we think of a right back we could get? I mean, there's this German one we keep being linked with, but we can't even remember his name. <laughs> we, don't, we wouldn't know. We don't who, know. Who, you know, who are who secondary dire? right backs who don't yeah, play necessarily in international football, yeah. who play in La Liga or I wouldn't. It's, yeah. it's I hadn't heard of Dyer before we bought him. I hadn't heard of Ali no, before we bought him. No, no. And boy, oh boy, do they explode yeah. on But we need a right back. There's this. Uh, all, there's uh, this uh, I, I, th- I agree with you that we need speed. I think the yeah, one, we need I a couple of players if you, attacking I, midfielders. I am petrified by the speed that Liverpool, for example, have now that they've got Mane and they've got Salah. So they've mm. got well, they're all down, pretty quick, aren't they? Yeah, well, the, 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 the Mino is pretty quick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they've got speed down the flanks, yeah. speed in the centre. Mm. And we we don't have that. We're quite ponderous. We could actually do with a bit of speed at the back. Now that you mentioned that, that's also true. Because yeah, we haven't I mean, got anyone. Time, I mean, Walker yeah, going is is exactly. a big miss well, in terms well, that's of speed. Right. Whenever we take a corner, and Walker holds back because he's the guy to sort of cover yeah. for the you mm-hmm. know for the one attacker they keep up. Yes. Who do we have now? Danny Rose, but I mean, well, God knows when he's back. Yeah. Because he's so, the only other really pacey so, defender we exactly. have. We've got a real. So if, there is a pace problem at both ends of the pitch for Spurs. So we need a right back, preferably a very quick one. Uh, although. You know, it'd be his work cut out getting Trippier out of the team, who's, who's got other gr- fabulous attributes, not least his delivery. I thought it was interesting to let Onoma go to Aston Villa, and I, I'm not a fan. I'm not. A I thought that was fan. a good move. But, well, it, no, but, he, but he was the guy they bought on every every game last season. He never season. did anything, did he? Yeah, did, yeah, he, never, did you yeah, notice where they played him? Yeah. They played him at right wing. We always play him at uh, Onoma. Yeah, they play him who, at right wing. We played right. him. Tottenham did when they, whenever we brought him on we played him on the wing you know if you watched him in the uh, under 21 World Cup he played central midfield yeah. and he just stood in the centre circle directing traffic and every, every mm. ball went through him almost but my point was that I just don't understand why Poch spends a season well, he, having, gave him, he was the guy on the bench that would, that would come on I yeah, but he never did anything I think he's lost faith in him I, I mean I'm well I think what well, you've I'm got to do is that's why I, I asked the question I think yeah. he's given the he gave yeah, him the chance he didn't take he it he didn't really step up yeah. Winks was given the chance he yeah. did step yeah. up There's, you know, and I think now Kudu came and went as, as equally but you know, he's, still, he's still there right he could still come but in G we got rid of yeah in G we got rid of but I think Onomar there are different ways of bringing players through and some ways work I mean when you think Harry Kane how many clubs did he go on later yeah, like that was or seven yeah that wasn't yeah. under so, Poch was it no but no. it just shows that sometimes it's learning them out that will get it that will get them you know that will yeah. make them mature and, and Onomar bringing him on every now and then for the last 10 minutes of games didn't work with him mm-hmm. so now we'll try the other way and if that doesn't work we sell him but yeah. that's the most likely outcome is yeah. stays at Villa or goes somewhere else or whatever but because he really didn't convince, I didn't think. I, no. I, I can't think of one game where he came on and you thought, oh, bloody hell, he looks... I mean, Nkudu looked better yep. when he was doing the same thing, coming on for 10, 15 minutes every now and then. Yeah. Um, gentlemen, I think it is time for us to say that is the end of our first show of this first new season. As I say, there's a new format this season, listeners. So at the end of the week on Friday, we'll have another show and that will be specifically to preview the Newcastle game that's coming up on Sunday. So do download that one but for the for for the time being thank you brian thank you emmanuel thank you rob this is theo delaney saying thanks for listening see you friday ta-da
This is a Playback Media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net. The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.